going on, everybody? Welcome to a Monday edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down Monday's eight-game NBA DFS slate. Uh, let's talk about college basketball, not the NBA, because this slate is just not going well for me after Emmanuel quickly gets ruled in. Uh, I had so much Alec Burks because I didn't think him or Elf were going to play and then ended up having to flip-flop onto quickly, got off of Burks, and of course, Burks ends up smashing. Rinpack, your night going any better? Uh, no, Emmanuel quickly, obviously... Not in the greatest game environment to be in, and uh, it really uh, kind of came to fruition there. Unfortunately, it was on the wrong side of that. It is what it is. I've had better nights uh, playing DFS than today, but uh, on to Monday we go. And shout out to Oral Roberts, the 15 seed headed to the Sweet 16. That's so much fun. Uh, just phenomenal. <laughs> like, they're a fun basketball team to watch, too. Like, this, is, this isn't this is Florida Gulf Coast. Well, Florida Gulf Coast was really fun to watch, too, and they yeah. did some unbelievable things, but... This is like a good Oral Roberts team, and shout out to Matt, uh, to Matt Kajewski and to Ben Ross as they've been riding them the first two the first two games. So got to make a little coin on the NCAA tournament, which is nice. We'll see if Oklahoma State can uh, can get it together here at the back end. I'm going to be in a lot of trouble with my bracket, but uh, Oregon State's good too. What do I know? It's just college basketball. It's mania. Yeah, uh, tomorrow Monday night is Michigan versus LSU. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Well, we'll see what ends up happening with this Michigan team on Monday night at 7-10 tip-off. What a time. Right before lock, right before I believe you have class, you have so many things going on in your life. How do you manage I'm actually, all of it? I actually will be in class uh, during a lecture that ends at 8.30 Eastern. So uh, a lot of things have to be juggled around. We'll see what the professor does with the Michigan game going on. So fingers crossed, maybe a class ends at 7 o'clock. This is the price you pay for fame, Rinpack. That's that's what this is. Guys, as we get going, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, big time subscribe button, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo is going live. You ready to get going, my dude? Yeah, let's ride. Let's ride. Going to the top end of point guard. De'Aaron Fox, 9,100 up against Cleveland. Not a great matchup, but tell you what, uh, De'Aaron Fox has also not been playing well. So it might be an easy stay away spot or just a, a straight up pay up to be contrarian. Uh, there's no big point guard spend up options for an eight game slate. It's strange not to have like anybody who really sticks out at the top. I guess Trey Young uh, up against the Clippers, 8,800, just somebody you could go to. But again, Clippers matchup, not somewhere you want to like necessarily be picking on them. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, 8,700, sitting on the top end, point guard eligible on DraftKings, uh, 50.75 his last uh, his last time out. Also, I think he had a, a 60-burger before it, 60-burger against Washington. But, you know, Chicago's an all right spot to go to, maybe take some shots there. I guess the big news we'll kind of be waiting on is if Shea Gilgis-Alexander ends up playing or not. Right now, he's viewed as questionable over on the DraftKings app. So, uh, taking a look at that, uh, kind of where are you looking at going at point guard? Because it's not as easy as what it is today. Uh, shout out to Drew Holiday, uh, probably my favorite point guard on the slate because there is no <laughs> Greek freak tomorrow. There's that. Uh, 6,800 uh, Drew Holiday on FanDuel. Uh, Sign me up. I think he is my favorite point guard and probably one of my favorite players on the slate. It is not a hot take. He'll be extremely chalky as he's $6,800 on both sites tomorrow. Uh, sign me up for some of that. Other guys to consider. Uh, obviously, you can't go around going panda for Fox. Uh, Trey Young. Versus a Pat Beverly less Clippers team, I think that is just fine. A little cheaper, uh, cheaper Trey Young at eighty seven hundred dollars. But Drew Holiday really sticks out to me. I don't know if John Wall is going to play on this back to back versus Toronto, but he's someone who's playing uh, minutes again. Uh, 
how many minutes he played today? He played 35 minutes. So 35 minutes of John Wall at that price I'm tag. right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what ends up happening with uh, that consideration. But over there in DraftKings, uh, Drew Holiday is definitely a fine option to go to. LaMelo Ball, fractured wrist, out for the year. Uh, I think we can go back to Devonte Graham, who has a point guard eligibility, and he's $4,800 on uh, against San Antonio. So someone we can consider. Kevin Porter Jr., $6,500. Oladipo uh, possibly won't play, probably won't play. So he's back in in the picture. Uh, Keep in mind, he was questionable today with a quad injury. We'll see how much of an issue that was uh, tomorrow. But he only played 20 minutes today. But I think he should be all systems go tomorrow. And Sadoransky, $4,400 all the way spending down. His price just doesn't change. He still plays the minutes. I think we can go to him. But Devontae Graham and Drew Holiday over there. Uh, and DraftKings definitely are fine, fine considerations. Tyrese Halliburton has been playing very poorly of late. Uh, he's a very good basketball player and somebody that I like. But 5500 over on DK, that's somewhere you can look at against Cleveland. Uh, obviously, getting up to De'Aaron Fox at 9100 just kind of seems hard to want to do here. But I, I would definitely have some 5500 Halliburton interest. Uh, kind of going down to the bottom end here as well. Uh, Thomas Sanoransky is a guy who just continues to get there uh, time and time again, no matter really the price. Uh, he's just been playing big minutes, 34, 31, and 28. Uh, I guess he didn't perform that well, but he was at 3,800 and 4,400 as two previously. Put up 22 and 17.75 DraftKings points. Today, he played 28 minutes against Detroit, put up 30 and a half. Obviously, Utah's a tough matchup, but that price tag got no change coming from today. So I could see Sadoransky having a little bit there at 4,400. We're going to have value on this slate that's opened up by not just LaMelo Ball and the fractured wrist. We don't know what's going to happen with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. We're pretty sure John Wall is going to be sitting, which opens up some pieces that we can go to at Houston. Uh, it, there's there's going to be some value that we can find that's going to be a little bit uh, improved on an appropriately priced Thomas Sanoransky, but uh, just kind of keeping him in mind too. Uh, anybody else you want to touch base on? Yeah, Jordan Clarkson, 4,600. He is now point guard eligible there on FanDuel. Uh, someone off the bench can get going for sure. So really, uh, that's really about it. Uh, uh, there's uh, it's Drew Holiday is probably going to be the highest on point guard on the slate, and I don't think it'll be even really that close. <laughs> you are just like locked in. At least you have one <laughs> one position you could just hit the lock button on uh, while you're watching <laughs> Michigan. You don't have to overthink it. You can just click it and move on with your life. And and I say that and watch him just put up like a nut worst performance. And uh, <laughs> shout out to the Knicks. And quickly, they're going to get five extra minutes in overtime. So hopefully quickly get some burn there uh, to really salvage us there. But we'll see what ends up happening throughout the show. Oh, no. Are they are they in OT right now? They just forced OT. Julius Randle hit a three-pointer to uh, force overtime. Gosh. So many good – so much good basketball over the weekend. Uh, between NCAA and NBA, it's been – it's been fun to watch. So uh, Monday will be incredible. I'm, I'm pretty excited to not leave my couch tomorrow afternoon and evening. Uh, getting to the top end of shooting guard, over on FanDuel, DeMar DeRozan, 8,900. Uh, he came back into the fold here uh, after after four games that he was absent. 36 and 38 minutes is the, the last two. 53.1 last time out. Uh, makes another contrarian spend-up option. Charlotte, great matchup. A uh, spot that he could maybe be a contrarian spend up. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, 8,400. Zach Levine, 8,400 in the same matchup uh, facing each other. Uh, obviously, I think Donovan Mitchell, just because of his recent string of play, is going to be the priority. Zach Levine put up 22.1 FanDuel points today. Now, 
I generally like to be able to, if somebody's coming off of a terrible game, just flip-flop the ownership. That might be hard for me to do in this spot with Zach Levine because he has been so shooting dependent. I'm not sure what's going on. I mean, Sadoransky is getting such extended run now at the point there. I don't know what's going on uh, with some of those box scores. I'm going to go through it and try to figure out if I can go to Zach Levine more than Mitchell. But as of right now, I'd find that hard to do. Do you have a take on that? And then we'll talk about the rest of shooting guard. Yeah, Zach Levine's going to be tough. For, uh, not tough. 8,400 versus Utah. He's so shooting dependent, but... When a guy has the potential to take 25 shot attempts in GVPs, you should definitely have interest. So I think Zach Levine is a fine option. I think the recency bias will be off of him. And I, I think he, I like him more than Mitchell, honestly, just because like we're going to get him at a depressed price tag. But on And guys around that range, there's a ton of good options all sprinkled around that mid-7s uh, to even eight, mid-8K range. Paul George, 8,200. Uh, love it. I, I definitely will be going back to that. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander versus this Minnesota team, $7,400. Definitely a fine option to consider there. Van Vliet versus Houston. Houston's nothing to be scared of. There are some great pivots where you can mix and match. Paying up for shooting guards seems like a fine option to go. But there's Devontae Graham all the way at price at $4,300. I think that's going to be tough to uh, tough to get off of against San Antonio. Um, really, really nice price tag. But uh, going back to your circling all the way back to Levine, I think it, he's, he'll be fine. And if he's going to be low on, it's going to—it's not going to take much to get over the field whatsoever. Uh, how do you feel about uh, anyone on DraftKings? I'm going to give uh, Chris Middleton some love with no Yan at 7,600, and that's about it. How about a Dante DiVincenzo at 6,100? Does that not interest you? I love paying a 6K <laughs> Dante DiVincenzo in this spot, don't you? I, I mean... What a dream! What a dream situation! Coming off back to back forty of forty point performances, and now Villanova goes out and wins. This is just like the narrative. We're gonna ride this home tomorrow. I was kidding, by the way. That was all a joke. I I don't want to play a sixty one hundred uh, Dante. Even I would rather find the extra four hundred for Kevin Porter Jr. or spend all the way down to guys like Devonte Graham. Uh, even Malik Monk might get some extra minutes out of this. Uh, down at four K. Uh, so. Uh, there are definitely good reasons to mix and match some of these Charlotte guys. They'll dearly miss LaMelo Ball for the rest of the year. A really unfortunate injury. And uh, Anthony Edwards, uh, who might not creep up in the rookie of the oh, year odds if he's going yeah. to keep shooting and chucking, and he's $7,200. So lots and lots of options to consider. And we forgot to mention Terry Rozier. Uh, so on both sides, definitely be considered there as well. Not just considered, but you should definitely probably have some Terry Rozier in your life. I, I find that hard to get away from. Uh, let's get ourselves over to small forward. I'll go back to DraftKings. Top end there, Kawhi Leonard, 8,900 up against Atlanta. Good spot, great player, uh, but just kind of somebody that hasn't necessarily had the upside that we've kind of learned to uh, to learn to like love about Kawhi uh, the last couple of years uh, is it failed to exceed 55 DraftKings points in any of his last 10 games uh, at 8,900 that's going to be tougher for me to get to would just be another one of these top end guys some of these top end dudes in the first three positions we've gone through just aren't in great spots or they just don't necessarily have like the upside I would want in some of those places but again Kawhi Leonard would it shock you if you got to 60 no uh Jason Tatum 8600 up against Memphis uh obviously a, a up-tempo spot I like going to him a little bit there Jalen Brown has been taking over this offense of late and uh kind of a kind of an interesting deal they were very efficient just kind of ran Orlando out 
out of the gym today. Uh, so we'll see tomorrow kind of where that ownership comes in. I do like getting to Tatum more if I can uh, most of the time. But like Jalen Brown has been so, so good. Speaking of Jalen Brown, sitting down there at 7,900. DeMar DeRozan, 8,500. Talk about the top end, a small forward. Yeah, uh, looking on the FanDuel side of things, it's Middleton 7K. And I, I absolutely love it. I think you can go to guys like Kawhi and KPJ as well. Uh, those are those guys are all going to project really well, and definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Gordon Hayward uh, now with no Lamella Ball, um, I'll have interest because he's just seven thousand dollars, and he has an upside to be the highest scoring small forward on the slate. So that alone is going to definitely have my interest. And Mike Monk is down all the way to thirty five hundred dollars over there on. FanDuel, someone we should definitely be considering as well. Uh, he's honestly, uh, it seems like a pretty solid play in my opinion. Uh, if you want to spend up a little bit, I think I can't fault you for going to Keldon Johnson in his minutes. A recency bias in me wants to kind of hop off a little bit, but fine option to consider. And Harrison Barnes has just been super, super consistent. Uh, so someone we can definitely take our chances there. Over there on... Uh, DraftKings, I love Kawhi Leonard, sub 9K, 8,900. Middleton, $7,600. Definitely a fine option to consider as well. Uh, other guys to spend up, I mean, Tatum and Brown, uh, I, I love mixing and matching those guys in my lineups. Uh, whenever they're on the slate against Memphis, definitely should be considered. I don't have any issues if you want to land on both of them. But obviously, you keep in mind that is not optimal, but eh, sometimes it could work out. And um, really, that's really about it, man. Chris Middleton, these bucks without Giannis are going to pop off the page, and rightfully so. So definitely uh, liking the bucks. And uh, other guys are really uh, spending down. Uh, if you think in the Charlotte team, like Hayward at $7,400 is fine. But honestly, it's uh, Chris Middleton's like highlighting the slate and the bucks are uh, the way things stand right now. Agreed. Uh, I guess a couple guys that you could take some shots on as well. Larry Nance has been popular of late um, up against Sacramento, playing minutes into the 30s. Wouldn't have an issue going there. OG and Anobi, 5,200 up against Houston. Just kind of feels a little bit on the low end for him, coming off of 37.5 and 35.2 on FanDuel. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of miles to feed there in Toronto. We'll see if anybody rests on the back-to-back. Uh, that's kind of going to be a big story of tomorrow afternoon is just keeping track of all the injuries and all these people that could be resting because there are so many teams that are on a back-to-back uh, like there have been of late because there are more games on these slates, it feels like, than a typical NBA year. Uh, Lugans Dort, uh, 4,300. Even if Shea were to be back, guy playing minutes into the 30s, I would I would probably have a little bit of interest. He, he didn't play against Memphis or Chicago on the 14th and 16th, came back, played 23 minutes against Atlanta, but played 33 against Houston today. Um, maybe he rests, but uh, otherwise 4,300. We know he has stocks upside, uh, but not, not n- probably no interest actually, unless Shea Gilgis Alexander were out. I just want to correct myself there. Bogdan, Bog, or, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich as well. 29 minutes the last two games. He could spike an upside of 4,200. I'm happy to take some shots on him against the Clippers. Just at a, a lower end of the price tag there. Um, anybody else you want to touch base on? Oh, Chetty Osman gets a shout out too against Sacramento. Played 23 minutes today, 27.2. If you're looking to punt, he's not the worst option either. Uh, is it a slate? Is it a Buddy Hill slate without him getting a mention? So he deserves a mention at $6,400. Uh, has been playing well. I, I think I, I think uh, you've given a bad name for, uh, for all the wrong reasons. He's been playing oh, pretty well. Oh, I have, well, have but... I? 
Well, you know, it's just one of those guys that uh, I, well, I guess I have played him once this year and I got it right. So, I mean, that was all you. And it was like, I can't remember which matchup it was. It was it was something super high paced where I'm like, I guess I should have a little bit of buddy healed. But for the most part, uh, yeah, everybody kind of knows where I stand on that one. Moving on, uh, top end of power forward. Before we get there, uh, just make sure that you guys take a look at all of the YouTube content that we're putting out all the time. We have the strategy show, uh, which is the first up. Actually, before that, we have the process with Josh Engelman. So check that out in the mornings. Going into the strategy show, uh, Rinpak was on that on Saturday. Everybody on that show does a, a great job. I believe it's Greg uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, I don't know who he's paired with, but I, I know that we just have a bunch of great stuff in the mornings. Check all of that out throughout the afternoon. Uh, then we we start off with the tip-off, which I'll be on tomorrow with, with Kayla and Greg. Going into, you guys know, Laffy and Adam, uh, the, the deeper dive, and then live before lock. And then the late slate, Swap and Sweat, uh, good stuff. Like, constantly, constantly uh, something to watch on our YouTube channel, so check it out, uh, including the Slate Starter Podcast. Again, get down to that bottom bar, give us a thumbs up. Moving over to Power Forward, sitting on the top end, Giannis Antetokounmpo is resting. We've kind of established that. DJ Wilson's out of town. They ran all those other dudes to Houston. We'll see uh, if there's some value we can find in in a big or two uh, from Milwaukee, but it's always a a risky proposition. Middleton's kind of the go-to guy for the most part, but Sabota's sitting there, highest price guy on uh, DraftKings, 9K, up against this Milwaukee team with no Giannis. I got to think that that probably bodes well for him, but 9K is still a big number here. Miles Turner uh, has been playing better of late. Um, you know, I, I saw that he went to the locker room for something the other day, but I think he's good to go, so I'm not too worried about it. Jason Tatum, 8,600, also listed there. Pascal Siakam, 7,500, playing for this Raptors team that just lost by 11 to Cleveland. Uh, I don't know how that happened or why that happened, but it's happening. Toronto's just been playing bad in a lot of these spots this season. It's It's been a strange, strange year for them, but in the East, as long as you're able to get into the tournament and do whatever you want to do, you have a shot, I suppose. So uh, talk to me a little bit about the top end of power forward. Tatum stands out. Uh, Christian Wood on a back-to-back. He still has minutes limit, but he played 36 minutes today. So they said he's going to play both ends of the back-to-back. Sign me up for an $8,100 Christian Wood for sure. Pascal Siakam on the other side of things. Definitely have a ton of interest. And now Bobby Portis deserves a mention with no Giannis. $3,700. There it is. Marcus Marcus Morris still $3,700 with no Serge Ibaka. And he's starting. Uh, I expect him to play uh, 23, 24 minutes. Keep in mind, they blew out Charlotte last time. That's why he didn't need to play many minutes. Alexa Pokachevsky, Poku deserves a mention as well. A lot of good options in this power forward spot on FanDuel. And Daniel Tice, $4,500 as well. Really can't fault you to go to any of these guys that stand out right now. Uh, Over there in DraftKings, uh, taking a look at things, uh, Bobby Portis is $4,100 there. Someone we can definitely consider. And uh, Jason Tatum's yet again, Siakam. All these guys really stand out. Gordon Hayward has power forward eligibility as well. Uh, definitely all great options. And I can't fault you to pan up for Sabonis and Tatum as well. Those guys have serious, serious ceilings in their respective matchups as well. I really enjoyed Bielitsa Chalk Day when I had none. That was very, very enjoyable. Uh, I guess a lot of people did get off of him when he wasn't starting, but it still happened. Uh, 3,700 down there on FanDuel. I will have none uh, unless he were to end up in the starting lineup, I suppose, against Cleveland. Patrick Williams is 4K down there. Played 34 minutes against Detroit. You give me anybody at 4K who's going to play 34 minutes and their name isn't P.J. Tucker, I'm going to have interest in playing them. 
Speaking of P.J. Tucker, I believe, isn't he eligible to play tomorrow and make his Bucks debut at the minimum? 3500 on FanDuel. Do you have any P.J. Tucker interest? I hate to break it to you. He's already made his P, uh, Bucks debut. The other oh, yeah, day. that's right. Uh, he played like five yeah. minutes or something, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, he played yeah, yeah. 12 minutes. Okay, so never mind. Is he going to get 20 <laughs> minutes? Can he get to five? Oh, he got to 6.6 that game. Never mind. I'm a... I'm just, you know, it's P.J. Tucker. So, P- Bobby Portis it is. Smash it. Yeah, it'll be tough for me to go to P.J. Tucker when the likes of Portis are there. And uh, I, I don't really know what Budenholz is going to do with the rotation without Giannis. I do think organically he'll get some minutes uh, added to his uh, stints, but not someone who I'm awfully interested in. That's probably a good idea. That's probably a, a great take to have. I, I don't know. I just thought it was fun to bring up P.J. Tucker, the worst fantasy asset in the world. Anywho, we're going to round this out. Top of the end of the center position on FanDuel, Carl, Carl Anthony Towns, 9,700, sitting up there at top. Uh, people who said he didn't have an upside, I scoff at you. 64 and 51.7 against the Lakers. Obviously, I was off the train the second time on that back-to-back against Phoenix. Uh, I knew him and Edwards were going to be much, much higher on coming off of that game, and it was a much larger slate, so that was kind of an easy fade in that spot. But seeing minutes, uh, 34, 40, 35, 35, 35, that makes me much more excited to be jamming in a lot of cat in a spot uh, against Oklahoma City where uh, there's just going to be nobody who can guard him, so that'll be fun. Good luck, Al Horford. Uh, Rudy Gobert, 8,300 up against Chicago. Uh, he's questionable at the moment, so obviously if we lose him, Derek Favors becomes the priority play, uh, who should be down at the min. I believe you almost won on FanDuel with a 0.3% Rudy Go- or with a 0.3% Derek Favors. That was pretty fun. So we obviously love Derek Favors here, correct? Yeah, it's unfortunate he had to go to the locker room for a little bit, which <sighs> uh, I believe if he doesn't, uh, things look a lot nicer the other night. Uh, so, man, how bad uh, do you run? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was that was a little annoying but it is what it is uh Derek Favors against Chicago uh although he's spending down I don't have any issues going there but yeah, I really would uh fault you for doing that when you can find the extra thousand dollars to go for Ibaka Zubach there's no Ibaka I think Zubach, Zubach is play day. Mid- it's Zubach mid- day my favorite day definitely mid-20s minutes in Zubach uh, I think against Atlanta, sign me up for that. One of my favorite plays on the slate. Other guys to pivot around him. Uh, if you want to pay up for Cat, I have no issues there. I love going to Cat. He's my new problem in the sense I play a lot of him <laughs> pretty much when he's on the slate each time out. Other guys around him, I think Capella is fine. Gobert is great. Vandal, uh, it's uh, it's going to be fun to like mix and master roster construction. There's not one, no one really who stands out like. Uh, like as much as Zubac for his price tag, but I'm not going to fault you to mix and match some other guys. There's a lot, ton of other guys like Jared Allen is $6,700 for Sacramento. Another great option to consider over there on DraftKings. Uh, they did price Zubac up there, so uh, he's priced at $5,100, but he's still in play. So definitely we can consider there. Bobby Portis has center eligibility. Other guys, Cat is $9,500. I like that quite a bit as well. And uh, there's no Zeller. I don't want to go to Biombo. I'd stay away. Uh, uh, that's not something I'd consider. Christian Wood at 8K is a fine option to definitely in play, for, in my opinion. And uh, if you want to get cute, Brooke Lopez, $4,900 with no Giannis, uh, I'll have interest for sure. 
Yeah, I I would assume more rebounds to be had at least, or something in some capacity. Uh, more of uh, everything. <laughs> more of everything. Uh, so yeah. there's there's that. Uh, but a guy that I think probably got some open looks as a result of Giannis in some capacity. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's free reign on most of these bucks. It's hard to say that any one of them that you'd project to play twenty something minutes, even uh, like on the low end, that nobody like that would be in play on this slate. They all. 100% all of them are in play. Um, just kind of to round it out, I guess, Jakob Podol is somebody who has been garnering some interest of late. Back-to-back 25 minutes, that's kind of discouraging there. But now get Charlotte without Cody Zeller there, Biombo. Uh, that that might be a spot to maybe buy low on him at 5,400 over on FanDuel. Probably have a little bit of interest. But again, Zubac just stands out so, so much on the page. We saw that he played 34 and 35 minutes. Um I was I was kind of sad that I didn't get to take advantage of that first day because every center went off on that slate and I had like an unbelievable amount of Zubac and planted my flag there. He played great, was cheap, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to get to him tomorrow. Uh, anybody else you want to talk about, and then we will wrap it up. So it's going to be interesting. So the last three times Zubac has had this situation, Ibaka has been questionable, and his ownership has been lot lower than it should have been now this is the first time we're dealing with a Zubat situation where Ibaka has been ruled out the night before where there are some other good centers on the slate now Zubac is going to creep that north of 50 55 percent range uh, let's uh back off a little bit in my opinion still a great play uh but we shall see what that ownership comes in at uh check out the ownership projections at osmo.com and uh, check out the news at osmo nba and more than anything, that's really about it. And good luck on everyone on the Monday slate. It should be a ton of fun. Yeah. Welcome back to a Monday slate because I know your bracket is terrible. And there's no reason to keep looking at that bracket. It is time to make some DFS lineups uh, over at Osmo.com. Can't wait to see you guys over on YouTube tomorrow. Thanks so much for checking us out. We will see you back here on Tuesday. Good luck. <laughs>